0: Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Pertek has teamed up again with the sport's biggest stakeholders to create the third annual Ultimate Bathurst Experience, with all proceeds going straight to the Peter Duncan Neurosciences Research Unit at St. Vincent's Hospital. The winner and their guest will be treated as super VIP guests at the Repco Bathurst 1000 in October this year, with a number of behind the scenes experiences, all part of the major prize. The prize is not being auctioned, it's being raffled, giving everyone the chance to be involved, with a limited number of tickets being offered at just $20 each. For a full list of prize inclusions and to buy your tickets for a chance to win this once-in-a-lifetime experience, visit MotorsportPrize.com.au. A a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, all put together by the great team at Pertec. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered. Welcome back, legends. Got something a little different for you this episode, a story that might give us a little perspective. I guess we all have average days and if you're like me from time to time you might think the world's picking on you well here's a yarn about a bloke who refuses to let his setback define or cripple him for the first time Aaron Booth from the Gold Coast Titans joins us mate I'm assuming not every day has been a great day for you this past eight or nine months Uh, how are you traveling
1: hey mate um yeah thanks for having me on I'm traveling really well I um like you said definitely days, um, scattered in that aren't, aren't the best through it all. And, um, that's to be expected with sort of, um, the injury I I went through and, and what I can't do, um, day to day because of it, which is play footy, which is pretty much what I want to be doing most of the time. So definitely been bad days, but, um, overall traveling really good. I've got lots of things happening at the moment and, um, keeping very busy. So, um, Nah, all, all is good in my world and um, yeah, things are going well. So just um, working along.
0: I guess there's tough days physically, but there's also tough days mentally as well, because, uh, and we'll get into your injury, but um, physical issues, mental issues.
1: So f- physical, uh, to be honest, they're,
0: they're tougher for
1: me um, of late. The, the mental side of, uh, I've dealt with injuries in the past yep. and, and unfor- it's an unfortunate thing for me that I can say that I'm a bit, um, yeah, battle-worn through yeah. through injuries and bigger injuries. So I've sort of developed a bit of a um, mindset that I understand how to get through it and yep. there's there's tools that I have in place. So the, me- the mental side of it, I've sort of built up that barrier over time yeah. and I'm, I'm pretty strong in, in that sense, which I know um, I'm lucky to, to be like that, but the physical physical side is the one that that annoys me. And yeah. like we play a physical game, and I, I go through the battles of a footy game and and get sore all the time. But um, the aches and and knocks that um, come with it, yeah, definitely take a toll. But between both, um, it's a constant really, because <laughs> yeah. we're train we're training for for the the game that we play, and um, yeah, physical pain's always there, so.
0: Because, firstly, I'm a complete bastard, but secondly, I think it's important to the story. Let's go back to August, early August 2022. It was mm-hmm. Gold Coast versus your old club, The Storm. Physically, what happened?
1: Um, physically, it was my first time setting back, um, setting foot back in Victoria in since I'd left. Um, also I was looking forward to it um, a whole heap, and it didn't turn out um, too yeah. great, but yeah, it sort of got through the first 10 minutes and it was, um, the game was actually in the, it was free flowing at the start of the game mm-hmm. and I was, I was blown out and I was also, it was a bit surreal because I was, I'd still pinch myself playing against Jesse Bromwich and those sort of characters that this, the storm had at the time. But then to play against them was, was a different beast. So I was sort of in the, in the mix of the game. And then, yeah, to be honest, just went for a cover tackle and leg went, um, a bit sideways and, and ended up um, off the field pretty quick with a with a pretty bad, um, yeah, multi-ligament um, injury in my knee, so ACL and, and the rest. But to be honest, in all of that, like I knew straight away that the extent of it. Um, did you really? And I knew that I was – I did, yeah, 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 for sure. I'd, I'd done – I'd, I'd had knee injuries in the past, but – yeah, I I knew straight away. I'd actually actually said it to the physio as soon as he got to me. I was like, "Fuck, mate, that's um, that's me done sort of thing." And then he was like, "Oh, we'll just walk off the back of the field." I was like, "I'm not sure if I'm gonna be walking wow. off the field." And then so I I didn't think everyone else realised at the time, but I I knew within myself that um it was going to be a pretty bad. One I did end up walking off the field. He convinced me to do that, so yeah. we we got off the back, um, and then. That first 20 minutes was a bit of a blur, but to be honest, I, as as weird as it sounds, it was almost a good thing it was against Melbourne because obviously we'd traveled, so most of our staff still have 70 minutes of the game to get through, and that's the focus. Like so, Their focus isn't on me, even though I've just gone through this injury, mm. but luckily like, a fair few of my good mates and great mates um, were still in Melbourne, and then so the likes of Bronson Garlic, Jordan Grant, Trent Liendo—they weren't playing on the night. They come sat in in the away sheds with me for the next. Wow. However long, helped me help me get showered and and hung with me because the doc was with me and um and everything, and then wheeled me around to get a scan and the rest. So they missed the game and they they spent it with me, um, which made that a whole lot easier for for the mental side that we're talking about before. But then once the game finished and. Um I got back with all well, the boys had finished the game sort of with my crew of the titans and and they all helped me through that night and um yeah, we got back up and and then it was a bit of a long long road for a little bit after that but yeah it was it wasn't the best night down there in Melbourne, but um yeah, there was definitely positives like having having the crew that helped,
0: but you mentioned multi ligament injury um What's a multi ligament injury? I guess what I'm asking is, what was the actual damage to the knee? Um, so the ACL and then the
1: PCL, um, and the, and those ones were were damaged as well. Um, and then there was actually a little break in my leg as well um, from that as well. So it was it was it was a decent one. Wow! You could sort of I don't know if you've seen the footage, but the yeah. footage is pretty brutal. I, I actually can't watch. The, if it was anyone else, I can't watch that footage normally. It usually makes me crook, but I've still got it on my phone and I can I sometimes look back and watch it. Somehow I, just, I don't mind watching it when it's yeah. myself, but I couldn't watch that if it was anyone else. So it's, it's um,
0: yeah, it's strange. Have you heard any stories from the doctors or the specialists or other sportsmen of something similar? Or is this, I guess, the first one of its kind that, that you know of?
1: Um, I know there's been a few similar multi-ligaments um i reached out to a few people but uh, they're all different to be honest and that and that's what i'm learning now as well like it's not just even though it's the the ligaments are the main like they say the acl is the main Mm. concern out of it all and that heals that's like the that's a measurable um i suppose you can measure that that healing process of the acl it's the rest of the stuff that isn't showing up in scans or yep. in okay. the x-rays and like there's more to the knee than just say the acl there's little things that you don't factor in that still cause irritation or give you a little bit of trouble in the gym or a movement here might catch a little bit funny and it's not so much measurable um so yeah, each one, and and that's what I mean, uh, that I've realized it's sort of each to their own, even though they could be similar, their yeah. injuries are always somewhat different, in, even if they're along the same lines. So I've mm-hmm. had good feedback from people that reached out and nice. um, people that I contacted to sort of ask questions and pick brains about um, the process and what mm-hmm. the extent of it's going to be and and little tips along the way, which has been really great, and I've had Amazing people help me.
0: Pertech has teamed up again with the sport's biggest stakeholders to create the third annual Ultimate Bathurst Experience, with all proceeds going straight to the Peter Duncan Neurosciences Research Unit at St Vincent's Hospital. The winner and their guest will be treated as super VIP guests at the Repco Bathurst 1000 in October this year, with a number of behind-the-scenes experiences, all part of the major prize. The prize is not being auctioned, it's being raffled, giving everyone the chance to be involved with a limited number of tickets being offered at just $20 each. For a full list of prize inclusions, and to buy your tickets for a chance to win this once-in-a-lifetime experience, visit ultimatemotorsportprize.com.au. A -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, all put together by the great team at Pertec. Um, to
1: get to now and I'm moving really well at the moment so it's all, all somewhat working and yeah. hopefully um, that just keeps going.
0: Can you run us through, um, I guess a bit of a timeline here from the injury what surgeries, how many surgeries and, and how far apart?
1: I've had a few surgeries but I've fixed up a few other little niggles <laughs> <laughs> um, as well so I took the time, I got a few fingers fixed and, and whatnot Um so that I got back from Melbourne, so we stayed that night, obviously got back the next day, and then it was pretty much surgery a couple of days later after that, you know on the gold Coast and um that fixed up a few things, and then we had to wait I think it was twelve weeks and I had the a c l done um just so the the idea of that was not to do the a c l until everything else was um in a state where they could judge yep how to do the So if that makes sense, I don't yeah, know. I'm it does I'm not. I'm no doctor, I don't know too much. But that's we waited for the ACL, which was a little bit backwards. Sometimes they go for that first, but they wanted to get that right. So there was a bit of time between the two, um, which was probably the hardest part. One, because I that was when I was off my feet and I couldn't – luckily, I've got an amazing partner who did all my (laughs) – picked up the slack around the house and fed me and did all those things that I needed help with throughout that stage. So that was definitely the toughest part. Physically, um, but also mentally, that was hard because I knew, even though I was starting to feel like I was progressing, I knew that I was then going to go backwards again. So it was almost like I was—it was a waiting game to go. All right, I'm I'm starting to feel better, but I knew I was going to go back to square one again. So that—that was tough. But I also understood that that's just part of it. So it was, um, yeah, that initial part was definitely, um, yeah, a bit of a prick to get through. But we got through it. I bet the surgeries went well and. Um, yeah, it was onwards and upwards from there.
0: What's rehab looked like, mate? And and what does it look like moving forward? I've been um, I'm definitely a vet
1: veteran of the rehab group. <laughs> I'm the longest standing member. <laughs> we got a few. I would have been in a lonely. Um, would have had a lonely of the year, but there's a couple of other injuries in the squad. I got Bowie Firmer and, and a young guy Ben Layu, That's that's been with me for a long well, since sort of round one ish. Wow. They both hurt themselves. So I've had some partners and um we're three three B's. We call ourselves the B's knees. So we've all got knee injuries and we Bo, Ben and Boothie. Yeah. So three B's, the B's knees. So we've been in it together and we've been trooping along. Um and we still still keep the same schedule as the the main squad. Right. Um, obviously, obviously separate training and, and whatnot. But we jump in with gym and offbeat conditioning and and all that with the group so and and that's something that i've learned over time is that the rehab group can be a lonely place even if you've got friends in there with you it's definitely a lonely place and if you don't buy back into the group because you're not you're not traveling with the team Mm. you're not on the field where a lot of the fun stuff's happening um day to day it can that sort of doubles down on that that tough times in the rehab group but I will learned that over time. So I I definitely invest back into the group and make sure I'm doing little things to stay stay part of the group and connected to the to the squad as much as possible because at the end of the day like football is fun, but being around the boys and, and being in that team environment's probably the the best part of it all. Um so you definitely can't lose touch with that.
0: You're not playing presently, but I understand you are the busiest man at the club. What are you doing with yourself and how many roles? <laughs>
1: I sort of just kept saying yes to things and I realized I've bitten off a bit more than I can <laughs> probably chew. But um, so at the start of the year, I did – well, it was actually my, my physio last year. He's, he's at another club now, but he flagged it with me about uh, while well, I've got the time on my hands to maybe check out some coaching and see if that's something that I'd like to do. So yep. I, I did um, the belly man Meninga, um, helped out the crew down there and, and, and jumped on as, on as an assistant with the 18s um, for the statewide comp, which was a good little insight yeah, yeah. into the coaching world and jumped on the other side of the game, which I really enjoyed. And that was sort of just um, something that I wanted to see and sort of trial trial and error and see if it was something that I'd think about pursuing. And then from that, um, offered me the NRLW assistance. Mm. So we're now into week five of preseason. have a trial on Saturday, which is exciting. So that's all coming together now. So I've, I've done a bit of coaching, I still got some study that i I was doing before the entry mm. yeah um, so i've I've actually just handed in my last assignment not long ago so that's that's good to see nice. the back of that could say social coordinator and organizing parties and things nice. for the boys trying to trying to do my best on that side of it because try to bring the boys together but also yep. that's that's something I, I enjoy a party as well so I don't mind mind doing that so nice. I've been busy but it been been good busy it's it's definitely um Kept me going through through the tough
0: ones. Good stuff, mate. Good luck with the NRLW because that all starts soon. Very exciting for the Titans. It's been a pleasure having a chat, legend. I know that I speak for all the unfiltered crewer listeners. We're backing you. We're supporting you, and we can't wait for some good news over the back end of the year or early next year. Maybe there's a an end date to all this. Appreciate your time and good luck in the future, mate. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks for having me on. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Another cracking week on the podcast where you can listen to any episode at any time. Just download the lot and rip in. Early in the week, it's the Legends series where, over two episodes, we talk footy and life with some of the game's greats. They are without peer when it comes to storytelling. The Rugby League Superpod comes out just in time for the round of footy. It's the hottest podcast on the market with 12 different player interviews each and every episode. Yep, a dozen interviews with all your favourites every week. The Dream Team series will get you through the weekend, no dramas. Past and present players deliver their best ever 13. Or could be best drinkers, funniest teammates or worst trainers. Every one of them is a beauty you'll love but disagree with too. Four episodes weekly on the only podcast that talks with the superstars, not about them, each and every episode. Make sure you come back soon. Legends.